Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, we're back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, there's been a lot of uh, assist- assistance from this previous staff that I guess they're technically still mostly under contract other than Jerry Rosberg uh, since yesterday. Uh, but uh, there's been quite a few guys interviewing for other jobs. Obviously, Evero uh, is the top name. I mean, he interviewed for every single opening. I believe he had second interviews with the Colts and the Texans, uh, which means he's a finalist for those two head coaching vacancies. You have Clint Kubiak. Obviously, the quarterback's coach, he interviewed, I believe, with the Buccaneers for their offensive coordinator job. I think he also interviewed for the Jets. Is that correct? I think that's correct. Um, And maybe one other place. I can't remember. Nathaniel Hackett obviously has interviewed for the Jets offensive coordinator position. It sounds like he might also be in play to go back to Green Bay. Uh, Justin Outen's interviewed a handful of places. I believe Baltimore, uh, the Jets, and somewhere else. I can't remember. The other, there, there's a whole lot, Nick, but what have you made of, of a lot of these assistants um, kind of, you know, looking – I mean, not looking around, but being asked to to interview other places? Well, the interesting thing about that, when you look at the Broncos' overall record from an offensive standpoint, you didn't, you wouldn't really think that any of these coaches would get uh, a look other than Azure Evero. But I think it's great for them. It really shows as though people are still looking, even though no one has made a move yet. But a lot of this makes a lot of sense. Let's look at the situation, say, uh, Clint Kubiak, uh, being interviewed as uh, OC for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? The Broncos season wasn't that great, and it was kind of a topsy-turvy type of situation. Who's calling plays? Who's not calling plays? We're going to switch it one week. We're going to go from Clint. We're going to go back to Alton, and it's going to be hacking at the same time. What's great about this is Clint has had success in the NFL. Going back to the 2021 season, look at the record that or the stats there there is of that. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Kirk Cousins, yes. Kirk Cousins put up, right? All of that had to do with Clint Kubiak because that was Clint's first year as an OC taking over for his dad after being in Minnesota being the quarterback's coach. So that shows as though, I mean, he has done some great things, especially if he's allowed to do it and he has weapons. Now, do I think that the Buccaneers are a great fit for him and maybe running the outside zone game? Maybe, but they would have to change some things with their offensive line, but I'm glad he's he got a look. The one that was really interesting was uh, the, the interview with Justin Allen in Baltimore. I, I, told, I said this before when we first initially heard about it, that was kind of a Jerry Rosberg type of thing. Hey, you know, hey, Coach Harbaugh, I need you to do me a favor, man. We got this offensive coordinator in Denver, and I didn't think he was getting a fair shake. Why don't you just go ahead and do me a solid and give him, give him, get him an interview? Yeah, you know, so what? Does it make a difference how you get the interview? Just the fact that you got the interview, and that puts you on the radar for so many other teams to say, well, if the Ravens were looking at Justin Allen in that way, maybe we should. And then you look at the Jets in their situation the type of offense they want to run, the whole idea that, hey, they're going to make a run or they could make a run for Aaron Rodgers. So if you're going to do that, yeah, you're going to interview a Justin Allen. You're going to interview a Nathaniel Hackett if you want to go in the direction. Now, the one that was really interesting was Jerry Rosper. His con- his contract, you know, I guess was set to ex- expire, but the Broncos had just kind of go ahead and said, well, we're just going to 86 that anyway. 
But he was a guy that, you know, the fans started to love. In the two games, he was one and one. And everyone was like, hey, man, it's such a big change because of Jerry Rosberg. The Broncos should keep him there. But maybe there was something like a Sean Payton that was said in a meeting that someone in that ownership group was just like, yeah, he came in. He did a decent job to end the season. But, yeah, he's not our guy. And he's so much not our guy that, you know, we want to thank him. But we don't want him back in any capacity. Not saying that he's a bad guy, but they just want to move in a totally different direction completely. I think I think there's still a chance Jerry's back in a different role. Like I know from a few people I've talked to, it was just a contract situation where his you know deal expired. And um, but at the same time, you would think if they really liked him, they would have you know given him a new contract. But I think that they're waiting to see because if they hire D'Amico Ryan's right, for example, I don't think D'Amico has any ties to Jerry Rosberg now. The ownership group might say, hey, you should bring this guy on as a consultant or a special teams coach or whatever, because he could help you in a lot of areas. Uh, and I think D'Amico would be smart to listen to that. So I, I think the door is still open to him to come back. But I do think it was this like fantasy dream, Nick, that people thought Jerry Rosberg could somehow get the head coaching job or like continue to be a, a very important part of this. Like it was never that was never the intention. Uh, you know, people forget. I, the ownership group and everybody wanted Evero to be the interim. Like that was their first choice uh, to be the interim head coach. And so they kind of had to ask Jerry to do it because they didn't really have a whole not, a whole lot of other options. So I, I think that, and he did a really good job. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he was ever seriously considered somebody that uh, was going to be one, the head coach and two, somebody that they felt like they really needed to keep in there. I, I think that the way this ownership group is looking at it is, we need to clean house. We need to totally uh, change everything here. And I know Jerry wasn't a part of, honestly, almost any of the issues. But I think if you hire a new coaching staff, they have to make those decisions, right? You have to allow a D'Amico Ryans or a Dan Quinn or Sean Payton, whoever you hire, to make those type of decisions on who they want on their staff. And if they want Jerry Rosberg, then great. They'll call Jerry up and say, hey, come on back. Uh, we'd love to have you here. But uh, I think until they hire somebody, you can't just – you know, keep all these guys. Now, these other assistants, you know, interviewing other places, I think tell me a couple things. One, I know everybody didn't like this last year's staff, right? They didn't like the way this season went. And a lot of these guys uh, were the scapegoats, right? You talk about a Justin Alton and Clint Kubiak, Nathaniel Hackett, obviously. Everybody said, well, these guys don't know what they're doing. Uh, they're still very well respected around the league, Nick. These are coaches that have coached in the NFL a long time, uh, and they're going to get opportunities elsewhere. Now, are they all going to get offensive coordinator positions. I don't think so. Like Justin Alton, I, I just looked it up. He's interviewed with the Ravens, Rams, um, and one other team, Nick, that I don't think, oh, the Titans. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he'll actually land any of those three jobs, um, but the guy's very well respected. He did a really good job the last two weeks. I think he'll land somewhere, maybe a position coach. I know he was the Titans coach in Green Bay. I think that's what'll probably end up happening. Hackett, I think we'll get on a staff somewhere. Um, because I think there's still a lot of people that believe what he can do. Like you said, I think a lot of teams are kind of interested. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Uh, and if, I mean, maybe that's why the Broncos hired him last year, right? To try and lure Rodgers to Denver. But uh, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. And then Clint Kubiak, honestly, of the three, he might be the most proven um, as a play caller in terms of the success he had in Minnesota. Like you said, so 
I think he could end up getting actually one of these OC jobs. I don't know if the Buccaneers is a good fit for him either, Nick. I don't know who the heck their quarterback's going to be next year. So good luck with that, Clint, uh, if you do end up going there. But again, I think it speaks to these guys, um, you know, obviously knowing football and being well-respected in the league. Uh, and that's why they're getting some of these interviews. And I think all of them will end up landing on their feet. Nick, I did want to ask you, though, Evero, I don't know if you if you spoke on Evero much, but uh, do you think he's going to end up landing either of these head coaching jobs? I know there's a bunch of rumors with Indianapolis about Ursay wants Jeff Saturday, which would be just an all-time wild hire in, in Indianapolis. Um, but I guess the front office doesn't want Jeff Saturday because uh, they're smart. And then <laughs> – and then in Houston, I think D'Amico Ryans is their top candidate. But as we discussed earlier, maybe D'Amico picks Denver. Does that open the door for a guy like Giro Evero? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, it, it does. To be totally honest, uh, man, I would love to see Everett get a job, head coaching job in the NFL, just to see what's going to happen. Will that take place? You know, I, I doubt it. When I look at Indy and you look at what they did when their vacancy opened, they interviewed, and it's right out of the gate, maybe about four or five minority coaches. But I've always felt as though there was some kind of tie with Jer- uh, Jim Ursay and Jeff Saturday. And with Jeff Saturday getting a second interview, it's just like, uh, okay, what are we doing here? Because remember, when, they, when Saturday first got there, they won that first game. It was emotional. Frank Wright has just been fired. And the guys were just fired up to just prove as though, you know, maybe Frank shouldn't have been fired and it was, maybe it was on us. You know, the, the running back was injured. The offensive line they spent so much money on wasn't playing well. But, yes, yeah, Saturday's coming in here. We're going to win that first game against – the Las Vegas Raiders, and we're going to punch them in the mouth. After that, they lost seven in a row. So with Jeff Saturday receiving a second interview, man, I already think the fix is in. I know you say you want to take a victory lap because of the Mika Ryan's thing. I mean, look, take a victory lap for this because I think, you know, uh, when the rubber meets the road, Jim Ursay might hire Jeff Saturday as his next head coach, which is, for me, uh, it's a slap in the face to a lot of those guys who interviewed for the job. But do I think Azura Evero deserves a head coaching job? Yes. Here's something that's interesting, uh, being as though you brought up, you know, Azura Evero. I saw something on Twitter where it's like, well, why would the Broncos hire D'Amico Ryans and retain Azura Evero at the same time? Why would they do that? Both have proven to show that they can lead men and lead a great defense. Here's my response to that. I was always told that you never want to be the smartest guy in the room. And to have success in whatever you do, you need smart people around you to bounce ideas off of. So I look at this as like an Avengers movie, right? If you want to beat Thanos, and Thanos right now is Patrick Mahomes, the more brains that you have in the room, the better you are. So if D'Amico does come here and he is hired, I would say, hey, man, have that conversation with Azura Everett. At least that takes uh, uh, you know pressure off you as a head coach, because you know you can give it to someone and a defense is going to run 
smoothly. But what do you think about that whole situation? If you hire D'Amico, you can't keep Evero. Well, let me ask you this, Nick. Since you're asking me a question, I'll throw one okay. right back at you. Do they run – because you're the defensive guy. Do they run schematically the same defense? No, they don't run the same defense. It's, it's a little different. But when you look at most defenses in the league, it's almost like a version of maybe not identical because everyone's running, you know, cover one, cover two, cover three, cover four, whether you have a, a man in the middle of the field, you're rotating a free and strong safety down in, in, in the box, and everyone's running a version of a, a fire zone, right? So it, it's I, before I said, well, it, it may not work as well because of the defense, but I, I've come to try to change my mind ever so slightly as I started to look at it a little more in depth. You can tweak things here and there. Like, like when you think about what Evero did when he took over for the Broncos, he was maybe working with the secondary with the Rams. He's never been a defensive coordinator before. But he took a little what Vic Fangio was doing and put his own spin on it. So I'm sure if D'Amico came here, D'Amico would tell him, hey, this is what I've uh, kind of uh, built my defense around. We can do some of the same things. And based on the personnel, maybe you can do a, a mixture of both. And I can tell you this, when you can do a multitude of things defensively, George, it makes it really difficult for offense to really scheme for because they have no way to know what defense are you going to run and you always have ways to adjust. So there is a possibility where those two worlds between D'Amico Ryans and Azure Evero can actually mesh. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be great, right? I mean, obviously, I'd be all for it. You would have two of the best young defensive minds, both in Denver. And you already have, Nick, what I think coming back next year is going to be a top five defense, you know, no matter who the defensive coordinator is next year. I know there was talk about Vic Fangio coming back if Sean Payton was the head coach. Like, I mean, look, these guys, the the players, right, that are coming back on this defense next year – I think the, the, the sky's the limit for this group, right? Uh, we saw it this last year. They were really good. So if you have those two guys in the same building, I can only imagine what they're going to scheme up on defense. I just don't know, Nick. I, I don't know where Evero's head's at, right? Like, let's say he doesn't land one of these head coaching jobs. You know, will he be disappointed to have to return to Denver where, you know, they did fire his, his you know, good friend in Nathaniel Hackett? Um, you know, I, I wonder – what D'Amico knows and, and, and how familiar he is with Evero. I'm sure that they're, um, you know, you know, I don't know about good friends, but they know each other. I'm sure they have some sort of relationship. Um, but I don't know. It, would it be too much in one building to have that clashing? I know that you think, you know, Infinity Stones or uh, it's like Iron Man and Captain America. But don't forget, Iron Man and Captain America had a civil war. Uh, and I'm not saying that's what would happen here. But I think it'd be an interesting conversation. And I think... Um, you know, they would have to talk about that and, 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 you know, eventually maybe Ryan's lets, you know, Evero, you know, walk and go be a defensive coordinator elsewhere. Cause he would land a job instantly if he left the Broncos, but it's a good problem to have, right? Like you're, you're, again, you're talking about arguably the two best young defensive coordinators in the league, um, both in your building. So it, it would be interesting, Nick, but, uh, we, we got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll, we'll dive a little bit more into some of this D'Amico Ryan's talk. Uh, maybe other coaching search stuff, but also Nick, I want to jump into some of these uh, these NFC and AFC championship games. So we're going to take a break and then we'll get into that stuff. <laughs> 